During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the afternoon to you, Greg. I'm happy to see you in the jean jacket again. It's been too long since the denim jacket was on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, this is making a reappearance, which I appreciate largely because uh, my wife turned the air conditioning on. Oh. Because, and I quote, you're cooking too many eggs. <laughs> it smells like eggs. How so, many eggs is too many? Like, what, what What was the number that she was like, you know what? Mm -mm. I, th I don't think I think it was a cumulative number over the span of the last month because I do Got love it. eggs. I like to I like to uh, scramble some eggs in the morning. And sometimes I'll be honest with you, Greg, I like uh, breakfast for dinner. So oh, there's sure. a lot of eggs being cooked in this Carpino household, but there is that eggy smell that goes along with that, Tim. That but does the does the AC the get yeah, rid of that? I mean, I think you just crack a yeah, window. I mean, you got like a circulation thing happening. There was a window that was open earlier today as well. I mean, the D's, D's taking care of the problem. Don't worry about it. It's guys, don't worry. You come in right now, it smells as fresh as the fucking driven snow in my house right now. As fresh as the driven snow, huh? You know what they say. We got a whole show to do, and, and Fuego del Sol from AEW's here, and yada, yada, yada. Question I have for you though, no, don't wave yet, Fuego. Huh? The question I have for you, Nick, is yeah. this: mm -hmm. How does dinner time work at your house? Because I feel like, and I know you and D love each other, but mm -hmm. I feel like, are you having a lot of meals together, or are no. you just cooking eggs and she's having a cranberry <laughs> juice and going to bed? Like, well, I, that's how I envision it kind of happen. So recently, I mean, not recently, obviously, because we've been working from home for so long, I've actually just been doing a lot of meal prep. So I'll just cook a ton of food like mm -hmm. throughout the day. And then if we are here together, then we'll eat and we'll hang out and we'll watch, you know, we watch billions and stuff like that. Sure. But like last night, for instance, she was gone all day. I cooked dinner. I ate dinner here. And then I went off to a mic down in San Jose. And then she came home like an hour later and ate. So we're, we're, we're kind of a couple of ships passing in the night occasionally, yeah. but I do a lot of the meal prep. But she also okay. doesn't like eggs, which is why specifically the eggs have been targeted in this household. <laughs> and that's why she's trying to freeze you out. Like, she, yeah, does your wife ever do this, Greg, where, where you'll, you'll make something and she'll, she'll go to eat it and go like this? Make that face, that kind no. of. No, 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 no. For us, what it is is, I, you know, I'm Jen, you know, is not like me. She's not a picky eater. So she'll eat anything and she doesn't care. But she'll know, like, she'll give me fish or some shit that I don't want or whatever. And then it'll be the thing where I'll eat it. And then she'll be like, that was good. And I'll go, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is the clear indicator. I did not, but I'm not going to say like that. that. I'm glad I'm you did yeah, you know what it is. Fuego, you're married, crazy. right? You don't want to, you, know, you can't go out there. We can't do that. It's whatever, whatever they say. That's how it's going to be. Uh, of course, uh, he's Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. I keep it real. When she makes food and she asks me what I think about it, I got to be real with it because I want we got to build that consistency. You know what I mean? Sure. Like she's mm -hmm. trying to trying mm -hmm. to make some good stuff. If it's, if it's not good, I need to let her know. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? She but this is the sure. thing. It's the thing where Jen knows what she's doing. She knows mm. I don't like fish. She knows I don't want mm. beans. So if you're going to get, or she knows I don't want a soup or whatever. So if you're going to make me eat something like that, 
she already knows where she it is. You know what I mean? And then the, mm-hmm. the comment I make just gets a laugh because we we both know I hated this. Mm-hmm. I also want you to know for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> I we have I have a new thing. We have the teleprompter permanently on here because Kevin came over to fix my setup, and I appreciate that, Kevin. But I just noticed that I was staring at the, the hole, <laughs> like where one of the mounting holes of it. I'm like delivering to this thing rather than the lens. That's the professional thing to do. That's actually what the, the kids do now, Greg. Yeah. They Is don't it? look into the lens. They look a little bit Straight off the lens the to be off putting right into the hole. See, that's yeah. because kids these days are all out there with their mobile phones. They talk to you like this. You know what I mean? They don't they don't pay mm. attention. Yeah, it's just the kids that do that. It's just the Kids. Just a kid. Just it's not kids. all. It's not all five of us sitting here every time we go anywhere. And yes, <laughs> I put Fuego in there as well because we're we're homies. Fuego rolls with us, yeah. Of course, of course. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining us to round out the quartet, he of course is all elite. He is AEW's Fuego del Sol. Hello, Fuego. Oh, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Excited to be on the KFP, baby. And that's the thing we need to talk about from the jump, all right? We've had a lot of wrestlers come through before. Your Xavier Woods, yeah. your Samoa Joes. Usually how it works is that I, of course, like wrestling, so I've crossed paths with them, and they like video games, and we become fast friends and something like this. For you, you came out of nowhere, where one mm. day, I don't forget what it was, that I tweeted or something, and then I went about my day, and then later I looked at my mentions, and it was somebody going, holy shit, Fuego del Sol likes, is, it likes kind of funny, and you going, I'm a kind of funny best friend. And since then, you've casually used that you're a trog, meaning that you watch live on Patreon and all this Hilarious. different stuff. All the time. I, when, I finally went in, when I finally went in to look into this, I was like, who the fuck is Fuego del Sol? Why is he like <laughs> us? And I'm digging into it, and you're on AEW, you're on television, you're doing the whole thing. I dig and dig and dig. I find your backyard wrestling YouTube channel from when you were a kid, and I'm like, oh, I'll watch some of this. I'm like, that's very interesting, as I'm a, you know, prof- a professional backyard wrestler as well. Yeah, and then absolutely. I look at, like, from a couple of years ago, you did like a reunion of like, let's watch the video and talk about it. And one of the guy next to you is wearing a producer slash producer shirt. Like that's how into <laughs> kind of funny you are. Oh, of course. Of that's course. ridiculous. I'm, well, I, you know, I'm smart. Like I'm not only have I watched you guys, but I've learned from you guys. And Tim Geddes happens to be a schemer, right? And so I knew, I was like, I, I, I've been I've been wrestling for seven years, but just got signed professionally last year. And so I've been biding my time and waiting for my moment. And as soon as December came, <laughs> This past December, and I got double verified on Twitter and Instagram. I, I, cool. I shot my shot. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I dove on in there. I let everyone know how big of a kind of funny best friend I am. So I want to get into all of it, Fuego. But if people don't know, what's the elevator pitch? Who are you? Ooh, elevator pitch. Um, masked luchador from Alabama mm-hmm. who uh, loves pop culture, loves to have a good time, makes people laugh. Uh, I'm the most hilarious, wholesome, yet just a little bit nasty yeah. luchador you'll ever meet in your life. Um, but I, I, I don't know. It's such a weird, I can't do it in the elevator. I would just tell them to follow me. Let's go out of the elevator and we'll talk about my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the bar. We're going to go hang out. We're, go We're friends now. We're friends now. You asked me this question in the elevator. We're leaving. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> So what I've appreciated, you talk about, you know, you've followed us for years, you know, Tim Gettys, you're a schemer, yada, 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 is that's the thing I got from once I dove in and started watching the clips, watching the backyard wrestling, watching AEW, watching just how you carry yourself and do all these different things. What stood out to me is that you really are, I always talk about how fortunate we were that YouTube didn't exist when we were backyard wrestling because we would mm. put all the clips up and we would have gotten in trouble in school because we were talking about other kids and girlfriends and all these things and we weren't being at all like, you know, thinking other people would watch this one day. What I appreciate about you is that I watch your YouTube stuff. I watch the backyard wrestling stuff. And Kevin, throw it up. I sent you links. Put it in there. Show oh, off. My. We're going to cringe a little bit? Okay. Just a that bit works. as we look through it. Like, you know, where you came from. Your humble beginnings. Absolutely. But it is, the, it is the idea that you went and did 
backyard wrestling you put it up on youtube it's all up there you've gone through you've you know done the reunion shows you've talked about over it you've done all these different things and it's the fact that you've kept that with you as you've then gone into professional wrestling what i mean by that of course is that I think so many people, you know, get into content creation with their friends like I did with Backyard Wrestling. Look at the, the beast. beast. I love, you know what I, mean? I love it so much. <laughs> but like we did it and put it down and went about our lives. And like you did this, but then still to this you, 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 to this day with what you're doing at AEW. But like yeah. when you were on that journey to get signed, right, you were still vlogging. You were going around and doing the indie shows that, you know, we've all gone to here when we'd go see APW here in the Bay Area. <laughs> and like I know that so well, right, being in the gymnasium afterwards the wrestlers are done wrestling and so you can get photos with them and go to the autograph tables and so you're vlogging from your car you're vlogging uh from the table when you're doing your introductions to what the video is going to be you have your children in it right like you have your kids come up and push it like kevin if you want to talk up the vlogging one too like it's such a modern interpretation of what professional wrestling and indie wrestling is that you actually like you're here you are you're selling the merch at the start i was watching this one today like you're like Play hey on. you can be you can be part of the fake army. We should buy this shirt. I only bought 25 of these and you can go and hit me up on Instagram DM and stuff. This is from a few years ago. And I think when it was a little bit, yeah, but it's man, like, it's, it's cool to see the looking back on it. Yeah. It 100% YouTube. I trying to embrace that and use that. Like I said, there's so many new forms of social media and different things. And when you're trying to make it, you also are trying to keep yourself half entertained and uh, you want to use every skill necessary to you, not just the wrestling part of it. But uh, here I am with one of my good friends here. Holly, he was a he. He also did a bunch of just like backstage skits with me on on my vlogs and just to make each other laugh to pass the time. But really, this was just all about grinding and trying to make it. Even as a younger kid, like I said, right when YouTube was blowing up, one of my best friends, also huge, kind of funny best friend. Uh, his name is his name is Austin uh, AK47. He's been. In the I was gonna say everybody knows him as the assassin oh, AK47. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah. in the live chat right now, and that oh, was the other go. thing. That was the fucking other thing. He's the guy in the producer slash producer yes, shirt. Yes. Oh, so I said, I was I was in a meeting or something with Andy when I ran into all this, and I, I and he's like, I was telling him it was happening live. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. And I sent him the clip, and he literally opened. It, he goes, oh, that's Austin. He comes to all of our stuff, and I was like, God, how, <laughs> yeah, what he's been to Kind of Funny Live three prom. Yeah, he's he he's got the Kind of Funny smiley tattooed on his hand. Like, and I was, I but it, I was man. like, did you know that he knows this wrestler? That's an aid. Like, I feel like there was. <laughs> Someone forgot a middle part of the narrative to tell us what was going on. It's amazing. Yeah, like, back back on like that Ask Greg anything uh, years ago, he he did he he commented and paid the money and and he showed you a little bit of the backyard wrestling. But that was before I was a big deal. That's like that was way back then. But we've been kind of funny best friends for a long time. I I got started professional wrestling in 2014. I guess even before that, I should say the backyard wrestling we called it KBW Kids Backyard Wrestling. Right around 2009 2010, it, we had a video blow up in 2012 and we started getting paid by YouTube, and by the time I was about 17, 18, me and AK, I went and paid for us to get professional training because of all the money we'd made off YouTube. Oh, that's and awesome. So, that is so such a cool story. That's it's so It all loops, I can't oh, wait to, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing, we would do some stupid, crazier stuff. I was stuff like, did you just kill your trampoline. friend right there? Is, that, <laughs> is the beast okay after that movie? <laughs> the, the end beast. of the day, me and AK are probably the only two that actually did anything so crazy that it would hurt one of us. Luckily, neither of us broke any bones or anything, but we were, we were just huge fans. And so, a year younger than me, I went off to college in Oklahoma, con continued to professional wrestle. Uh, after high school, he didn't know what he wanted to do with his life, so he moved up to Oklahoma with me in 2015. And uh, one night, 
we were watching some stuff on YouTube, and he stumbled upon uh, like he's been a big fan of uh, of your stuff at IGN, Greg. And so we yeah. stumbled upon the topics, man, and just we would watch Game Over Greggy topics just all night long for for months on end. And we just become huge fans. And then it's just even when he eventually moved back to Alabama, he stopped wrestling as much. But we would always talk about whatever weekly KF content was on. And then he decided that he was going to go get himself a journalism degree because yeah. of you, Greg. Huge yeah. And so huge he went. And now he's a waiter and uh, <laughs> <laughs> making way more than he did as a copy editor. <laughs> oh, man. But he's done some stuff on radio now. He, he, but... Then he saw me. I brought him up to a show at uh, at AEW, and he saw me wrestling again, and it kind of reignited his fire. And so we went and started training with Cody Rhodes, and oh and now God. he's back wrestling. And so we're both wrestling again, and it's 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 an awesome thing. It's a whole Incredible. awesome thing. But I got a I got kids. So I couldn't uh, I couldn't commit to a bunch of the trips out out west. But this guy, I got I got to I got to put him over. He's one of my best friends in the world. Austin, huge kind of funny best friend. And I told him, I was like, if I made it, it's like we both made it onto the kind of funny podcast. So I got to shout him out. I love it. So I love the the random best friend sightings where it's like all of it. You see people's names in the chat. Like, of course, we know the assassin AK-47. We, we've <laughs> seen that name for years and everything. And it's just it's so, so fun to like come across things like uh recently i was on reddit and i was uh on the like the nerdiest subreddit you could possibly be on which is uh a subreddit dedicated just to steelbook cases for blu-rays oh, like of course i would right <laughs> and, I, and I'm, I'm looking through this subreddit and I'm, fast and furious yeah. i'm the, mad that they changed the box shape from a fast five to fast my favorite interpretation you guys are being really, really rude about like something that's a very serious thing all right <laughs> like yeah okay, like, you guys, know, how many times like movie series are like this is the definitive version and then 20 years later here's a sequel oh let's hope that that fo that has the same box format that's not gonna happen yeah cap, shout cap, out to cap. fast and furious for keeping it real keeping it 100 they always have the same steel books furious, i hope it's best forever. buy steel case yeah right? i appreciate yeah. you being nice but as a best friend i definitely came on this podcast to see nick do the push-up glasses and make jesus christ fuego it's like oh god Man. <laughs> Anyways, you're on the Steelbook thing. Kevin's over on the Gobi subreddit. Continue. Exactly, exactly. I'm on the Steelbook Reddit, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading through all the the comments and stuff about some specific. I don't even remember which one it was, and I see the name uh, Ki700. I'm like, huh? Like that is 100% a name I see on the KF subreddit yeah. all the fucking time. And like, I haven't talked to him about it. I, hopefully, he hears this and just sees. But I like lost my mind being like, this is such a small world that like such a random specific thing. I'm like, I know that guy and i feel like i know him even though i've just seen his name a bunch of times but anyway really cool stuff ladies and gentlemen this is the kind of funny podcast mm -hmm. your dreams could come true and you could become a professional wrestler and be on it too one day uh if you didn't know each and every week four sometimes five best friends gather on this table coming to bullshit with each other about whatever it is they want to bullshit about if you want to bullshit with us you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where of course you could write in with your topics for discussion you could get the show ad free you could watch the post show we do each and every week you could watch live just like the assassin ak-47 is uh cooper is and melissa Hagler is remember when you see the other Hagler go through there Married, not brother and sister. Cody, that's it. That's <laughs> did it. we ever get a confirmation on that, by the way? We did. did we we did. They confirmed they are in fact married in there. They should. They gave us the required social security number as marriage license. But here's what I want. Here's what I want you to know how my brain works. All right, is that 
I, of course, have a lot of fun in these shows. I don't know if you know. I make some yuck yucks. I make some memories for everybody out there. Right. But is in the same way I impact your life, you impact my life. And so it was after we had the last uh, Hagler discussion of were they brother, sister, are they married? What's the relationship? They were like, we we're married. I later that night, I think, was making dinner and started laughing to myself just hysterically because what I should have told them, and I'll tell them now, is tonight when you go to bed, I want you both to think of me on the little corner of your bed looking at you, all right? That's me. That's my gift to the hagglers. Oh, geez, so that when you go a- to bed, you see a little Greg perch like a gargoyle while you try to go to sleep, all right? That's a burner killer right <laughs> there. I didn't mention anything about sex, all right? Don't make it dirty. I'm just saying they're going to bed. Mm. Are they going to go, I, mm. I love you, Cody. I love you, Melissa Hagler. And they'll kiss and they'll roll over. And then they'll start giggling. Because they'll imagine the little Greg down at the end of their bed in yeah. the gargoyles. Fashion. Yeah. And then for months, they'll be like, I don't know why I can't sleep. I don't know why I can't sleep. It's like, it's, I'll be honest with you, Fuego. I've, I've run this, we, we've been a part of this company for almost a decade now. And when we go on trips where Greg's in the house, if we stay in an, and stay in an Airbnb, I have to lock the door. I don't know why. I just you think never, to myself, I need a leave. buffer between the me. The first day, you're like, I'm out. That's because he rented a sex dungeon. He was like, don't tell One Nick, time. but we're going to go to E3. I did, not, be... not, I did not not tell Nick. And it smelled, I'll just say conservatively, it smelled like fog juice. We'll, just, we'll leave it at that. I, I thought it was that was a once-in-a-lifetime memory. The right. sex I, swing I, was very comfortable. It's very true. Just like the freezing room or watching The Office with Andy, all of these great memories of when you're mm-hmm. on these trips. That's, the one I'm, that's what I'm talking about. We were oh watching God, The Office, and I was so like, this... Cool. this, this this wing of the house that's freezing better have a lock on it because I just don't <laughs> trust Greg. I don't trust that I'm not going to wake up and Greg's going to be standing over my bed shirtless giggling like he just did. <sighs> I want you to know, Nick, we're working on a lot of stuff right now in WWE 2K22, uh, right? We're making all the kind of funny folks. We made the ring. We're doing this I stuff. I was going to put us in a stable together as the assholes, but now Please I don't know do. if I want to. Now if I, I think you still to. should. I mean, I think what I just said was the most <laughs> asshole thing that has been said on this podcast oh. already, so I think I've proven my worth. Now, Nick, I want you just to imagine that life, but just every week in a wrestling locker room where just a bunch of grown man children <laughs> who are half-dressed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are running around playing pranks on each other. That's, that's, right. that's what I have to deal with on a weekly basis. Now, let me, ask, let me ask you this. When they make your character in a video game, do they purposely make it the size of a, a two-year-old child? Because that's what uh, Greg's really talking about. He's going to make my character, and that, that thing's going to be like you know, four inches tall. Listen, is, if we else. get an incredible TikTok like we got with everybody's golf one, I'll, 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 I'll be fine if they make my character. You know, <laughs> you know every, every day Barrett shares an Instagram post with me, and he goes, hey, I got another collab for you. And I fucking dread it. Yeah. I fucking dread yeah. it every single time. And then I laugh. Not with myself, at myself. And sure. I'm like, I am the stupidest human being on this podcast. And then I have See, to post it because I need everyone to know. With, with that, uh, that happened to me today. Barrett hit me up. He's like, hey, I got an Instagram collab coming through like just to prove it. I was like, for sure. And I had that same feeling Nick's talking about. I'm like, what did I do? What, what did, did I, I say? say? How <laughs> stupid is this going to be? <laughs> I, like, I'm so happy that like I had the luxury of not being you, Nick. So <laughs> there is always the chance that it is probably going to be you that did something stupid. And I just happened to be there. And that's exactly what happened today where oh, no. it's ranking the states. People talking shit about Alabama. Couldn't be me. I'm out here shouting out, Sweet Home Alabama. You're talking shit about it. So, hey, I don't know, Fuego. What do you have to say about that? I was going to say, Fuego, you're living your dream. You're on the Kind of Funny podcast. What topic do you want to argue (laughs) that you've heard over the years of fandom that you're like, these guys got it wrong? Listen, listen. I mean, after the horrendous MCU ranking list that you guys have put together, (laughs) I can't be mad about 
how y'all ranked my state of Alabama. Of course, it holds a special place in my heart. A little bit biased, just like you guys were all biased for putting California number one, which I'm sure yeah, if we took a facts. census of the rest <laughs> of the world, maybe it wouldn't be so there. I mean, 10% of the, the population of the United States lives right here in this beautiful state. It's true. And that's not even counting <laughs> the illegals, so there you go. Yeah, yeah half of them stuck in traffic right now. As we speak. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Listen, that's true. Audio <laughs> listeners only, sorry. Don't blame us because you got nowhere to go in Alabama or Oklahoma. <laughs> all right, where do you want to go? Go to Walmart? Go to Sonic? That's all you got. That sounds Don't fine. I wish you Sonic. Remember that time we were in, in, in uh, Arizona? We got lost in a Walmart for like four hours. Great vlog. Great vlog. So yeah, Andy bought that. Andy bought that colorful sweatshirt. He still wears to this day. It's true. He loves it. He does love it. That's the uh, if you got no bucks, it's just our way toy on Behind you. Fuego, is that, that a gold ranger time? behind you? Yeah. Is uh, that a gold I, ranger? It is, it is not. It is the Dino Thunder Black Ranger, got which it. is still okay. Jason Day for Frank. Still Jason Day yeah. for Frank. But, there but, you go. Sorry. I have, I have a Make bunch of fun toys, but go ahead, Greg. Oh, thanks, guys. I have permission to keep enjoying the show. Uh, remember, if you have no box, toss away on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Uh, no big deal. You can get each and every episode of the kind of funny podcast, youtube.com slash kind of funny, uh, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every week i remember of course too that if you're buying video games on the epic game store use creator code kind of funny if you're like i don't play pc games no big deal maybe you play fortnite maybe you play rocket league maybe you play fall guys on your playstation your xbox your switch you can use the creator code kind of funny in that version of the epic game store as well housekeeping for you uh obi-wan that's right, Kenobi is coming to Disney Plus, <laughs> and we have reactions up to the trailer right now on youtube.com slash kindoffunny. You can go check that out. Uh, thank you our Patreon producers, Delaney Twinning, Gordon McGuire, James Davis, a.k.a. at James Davis Makes, uh, Bionicle in Review 2022, Fargo Brady, and Prankski. Today we're brought to you by Upstart, ExpressVPN, Chime, and Babel, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's get back to our show with Fuego Del Sol. <laughs> So, so glad Fuego. you clarified which Obi-Wan. Was, uh, you know, there's a lot going on. I don't mean Obi-Wan Maguire. All right, you know what okay. I mean? That's what I'm saying. There's, we, of course, mean Obi-Wan Kenobi. All right? It's weird they don't put in the title. You know what I mean? And I say that not understanding what the title of the show is. Is it Obi-Wan? I don't know. What do they call it? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, so it is remember the, the Remember the lightsaber's the eye. Is the eye. I remember, yeah, but there's the eye and Obi. So you know what I mean? That would have been smart. You could have called it Obi. And it could have just been a situational Obi. comedy about Obi-Wan Kenobi hanging out in his cave by himself, talking to his little thermos. Hey, his thermos. cave. Yeah, remember he had a cave. I, I know, I, which I don't understand. Where he just, it was so far away, he had to go live in a cave. He, mean, was hi he was hiding out so he can get, he could keep watching young Luke Skywalker grow into a young boy. There was like, a, like, a young there was like an boy. apartment in the cave, right? Yeah, I mean, he had some built-in furniture for sure that he may have carved out with was his an, brain. Yeah, that'd or... be cool. Can you imagine that? Him carving it out? I hope this well, show Well, you What the fuck else do you need, right? I mean, yeah. I mean do you remember cool how in hysterics yeah, we were on one podcast, one podcast where we were wondering, we thought it was the funniest shit in the world to argue about how Yoda made a bowl and a spoon? <laughs> you remember yeah. that? When he got dropped that Dagobah? <laughs> we thought it was like the funny, we're like, we need to make a video about this. It is, it's some of the things we say completely sober, you look back on as if we're drunk. Oh, Whereas, well, like, I mean, I, I've thought time back time on that joke many a times. Like, what were you, how would that, it wasn't even that funny. Yeah, he's, he's got the forest. He made a spoon. Big oh, he deal. does have a little, I'm, you know what's so funny, Tim? You're spot on. For Why did I think he carved his fucking house into a cave? I what don't I know. Think like, think, think about, like, where he first gave Luke the lightsaber and all that. Yeah, you're right. It's like, well, I mean, oh, that's why. That's why, because it's like a dirt hut. That's what it is. Well, it wasn't that like embedded into a mountain? 
That's what I it's on felt. the top of a mountain, but it looks like he carved it out of the mountain. That's why I think I nice. was mistaken. Because nice. inside <laughs> looks like it's all like, it's very, you know, earthy. Mm-hmm. Ryan Poala Higgins writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny and says, Hey everyone, I was just wondering if Fuego del Sol can give the audience some history on KBW, parentheses, kids backyard wrestling, and will they sign backyard wrestling vet Greg Miller? Thanks, Ryan. Oh, see. On the second part of that, like, I'm a great, I'm kind of a lot like William Regal. You bring me in Ooh, right now, well, you know what I mean? Just saying, putting on there. He, uh, he, he, he cut a promo last night on AEW and he was just talking about how he's a washed up old pro wrestler. Exactly. <laughs> but, that's me. But he's. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, KBW for one, just like I said, started when I was just very young. I got a camera for Christmas, one Christmas. And I was like, you know what? How Let's young videotape. is videotape? How this young is, is Oh my God, this is be 11, 12, 13 era-ish. And that's before I really knew what I was doing with YouTube. Like at one point, me and my brother, who's just a year younger than me, we got into a real fight outside and I thought it would be hilarious to fight each other legit. And then, then my parents <laughs> found it on YouTube. That is the that is the birthplace of my, my channel, is that me and my brother was legit fist fighting outside. Mm-hmm. Oh and I thought, you know, this would be funny if I just embarrassed him and put it up on YouTube until my, <laughs> do my parents you found out. You're like, here's what I'll do. That, re- that reminds me of that, that one part in 21 Jump Street where he's like, why would anyone put this on the internet? And he goes, because they're kids. They're stupid. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So then uh, look, later, we uh, we started putting up uh, videos of just, and it's just really bad stuff. But eventually, you get a little older, you learn a little bit. And once I got uh, was able to drive, I thought, you know, what's even better than just wrestling with my brothers? If I can drive and get all the other neighborhood kids to join in. <laughs> and so I feel like that was the biggest thing that we just had such a large roster of kids and dumb names that we come up with, with these now, dumb matches. Now I'm I, growing up, I hated physical activity, uh, which is why I joined marching mm-hmm. band in theater. Uh, I don't I'm know. Like, I've heard you're a hell of a shadow boxer. I'm a great shadow boxer, <laughs> but that's only at night. That's when it's cool. Okay. Okay. That's my, my, my unfortunately my kryptonite is daytime. <laughs> doing anything in the light of day you like the, the lamest vampire exactly it's just like oh man sex second i start sweating i'm like there's chafing that's happening right you now it's, it's a whole rigmarole was that a hard sell for people in the neighborhood like hey come do this ridiculous thing that may result in at the very least a broken finger well i mean this is this is before tiktok nick this is before we had you know, you know a lot of back in the day before the earth started getting much hotter you can mm-hmm. send your kids outside and just ha- and true. let them go and okay. so for a long time i it was just we'd play football it was almost a bargaining chip because i was the biggest wrestling fan in the family so mm-hmm. it was like hey i'll play baseball with you brother if you then get on the trampoline and let me beat you up for yeah, let me throw you around. but <laughs> then after we started after one of the videos went viral and you know we started getting a little bit of uh, traction on YouTube. Then yeah, I, I at school, out of the woodworks, people started coming at me. So how did one of the videos go viral? Because again, like Tim Gettys, I'm a schemer, right? And so when I would title the videos, I would title them Jeff Hardy versus Edge, and we'd pretend to be Jeff Hardy versus Edge. <laughs> so I would score. But you committed to it. I like that. Of course, we'd, we'd do all the same moves. We'd come out like, at one point, we had one guy dressed up as The Undertaker, but we only had a red cowboy hat. So he's out there with a red cowboy hat <laughs> instead of the black hat. And he'd do the whole thing. You know how Undertaker, the lights go off and come back on. He's standing there. Yeah. So for the trick, for the magic editing trick we used to do, mm-hmm. we just stick our hand in front of the yeah. camera That's and then incredible. move it back and he'd be in the ring. That's incredible. <laughs> Nailed it. Crushed it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but those started picking up steam and then we did we'd come up i'd be like oh it's match stipulations right so a royal rumble if we have a royal rumble and we title it royal rumble 
you see a bunch of kids on a trampoline getting tossed off, other kids are going to want to click on this. Oh, and yeah. so that's what happened. It just slowly... And once we had a few videos and enough subscribers, we gained right around like 10,000 subscribers. I was like, okay, we're doing weekly videos. And we just we created our own storylines. And, and, and like at that time, I was a little bit old enough to understand things better and put things together. And so I was commentating, editing, scripting everything, planning out all the matches, doing it all, trying to make this thing bigger and bigger. I also... But, so but I Don Nick 96 in the chat says... We have Jeff Hardy versus Edge at home. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, this is the, yeah, you scroll back to the very front of this video if it's the most recent one I sent. I appreciate that the title is The Undertaker and Rey Mysterio versus Edge and Cage. You put your own name in it. Where oh, you're like, oh, you that's know a what? big thing, right? I knew eventually we were going to move on to do. You're totally using the others uh, to get you over, even in the yes, title. I love it. Yes. Yeah, Kevin, it's the, um, I just sent you a brand new video. That's the one. Uh, but it, right, that backfired right a little bit. 775,000 views Jesus on this. Christ. If you jump, let it play, because I think it's at. 24 seconds that we do the Undertaker transition with the oh, yes, over the camera. <laughs> there you are, just cutting a promo, just letting people know what KBW is all about. A lot of people then would just correct me in the comments, like, I think you meant to say he's Kane. And, not <laughs> and then look, hand over. This is going to be the Undertaker's big I, reveal. I respect how long that Boom, takes. There, there's the Taker. There's Taker in the red cowboy hat. As everybody remembers from parts the, unknown. The classic red cowboy hat, long cargo shorts. Undertaker. That's my favorite. A well-known Undertaker look. Well-known, well-known Undertaker, Undertaker look. Amen. Yeah. Hey, from the genius that it was my 13-year-old mind, you know? I love I mean, that's, it, dude. That's what's so, it's so funny to watch, like, the creativity that 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 you had back then because and just out of necessity of being like i want to do this fun thing don't like like what's the path of least resistance to getting to getting the undertaker on i want to cover the let don't cut the camera and no. then restart the, let's just cover the let cover the let i wasn't I didn't, I didn't, I didn't master editing yet nick even with the song in the video it's just us holding our cell yeah. phones up to the camera playing the is. music that reminds me literally my first like project i ever worked on in high school i think was like i want to say it was like a reinterpretation of shakespeare and of course i did a, a short film that i wish i freaking had still uh-huh. that was done in the style of goldeneye because i was a yeah. huge fan of goldeneye back then i don't know why tim and I remember that's what Especially. we used to have to do. We used to have to do VHS to VHS editing. You'd have to go tape the tape editing. And yeah. if you we needed a song, you had to just have that song in the scene. And, yeah. I, and I'll never forget watching it in class. I was like, this is a masterpiece. And we went back to watch it. And for some reason, I thought it'd be funny if a scene unfolded with just two people sitting in bathroom stalls. So you can just see their feet. But I didn't understand the acoustics of bathrooms. So oh, can't God. I can't understand. It is just useless. I think we had to subtitle it eventually. But Dude, yeah. I... I, I totally can relate to that. But my first like real video project was a similar Shakespeare type thing because that's just what fucking high school kids have to do. Uh, and we were doing the the video production for it, but I didn't have a computer. So like the idea of video editing, I'm like, there's no way that's even possible mm-hmm. uh, with what I have. So I had to shoot everything in order. In sequence. Mm-hmm. Yep. in sequence just like live to the tape like kind of just like what frago's video is right. here where it's like there was no cutting or editing it was just like it's all live <laughs> happening and like you gotta love the ingenuity though that's how we got here you do know you remember, you remember, solving problems that need to be solved Tim, do you remember when you'd have to redo a scene you'd be like fuck you gotta rewind yeah, it just rewind. That right part of the tape and then mm-hmm. hit record exactly again and inevitably there was always a couple frames in there that made no sense you're like god oh, this is the worst love that it. was the thing yeah you know over fraternity break i've talked about it a bunch of i don't think i talked about this one but uh my friend who did BYWF with me 
you know what I mean? My assassin, AK-47, he hit me up and he's like, hey, I'm making a documentary about BYWF because we, you know, broke up 20 years ago. And like, there's like little clicks of people that talk, but not everybody. Mm -hmm. And so he traveled the country interviewing everybody. And so he, when he got to me, I was like the last stop on the tour. He'd already talked to everybody. He talked to parents. He talked to my mom. He talked to the, he went back to the neighborhood where my house used to be filmed. They walked up blind, cold called, knocked on a door. It was like, Hey, I'm this, I'm Jason. I work on this thing. I'm making this, I make movies. I'm making this documentary. We used to wrestle here. Would you mind if I did interviews in your front yard? And they're like, yeah, no problem. And they let him interview Poe and camps and all of them or whatever. But Thank when God he got for here, Jason. Thank God. Right? You you and Nick have been talking about digitizing your old tapes for years. For years. But again, you know, Jason, a guy who actually gets shit done, went now, out and now, did what they needed now, to be done. I'm Nick good, just I'm, is all talk. Nick's all how, talk. How, how, first off, how dare you, sir? And normally I would I would disagree, but I would also agree with you. But I did reach out to Greg because over the break when we first when when everything really went lockdown, I got all the things I needed to digitize some old home videos here. And I reached out to Greg and I was like, do you want this setup? I can come set this up for you or I can probably do it for you. And he was like, no, Jason's already working on this. Mm -hmm. So while I was late to the game, I did offer that service to Greg now. Is it easier said than done? Yeah, but I'm going to sit on that real My hard. whole That's thing was I mind. just didn't want to talk to everybody. <laughs> I don't have enough time to have <laughs> the 12 kids we wrestled with. Kevin, if, I just sent you two links, but if you sent, click on the most recent one, which is the video, that's actually got us wrestling and screaming because it's just us screaming for whatever, however many shows or whatever. Like, I just, I was so much work. I was like, I don't want to go through asking people if it's okay to use this or publish it. Not to mention I thought people wouldn't be about it. And everyone Jason's talked to has been down to do oh, it. Oh, I can't like, it or I whatever. Mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what he does with it. And then I want to I want to see if he'll let us take that footage and just make our own narrative story out of it. Because I want to do like an eight-part miniseries that's just us redubbing these lines and telling a ridiculous story. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's going to happen on its own. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Uh, yeah. Look at how, God, how young you guys were. God, this love, is chaos. I love how he slows down with the chair right at the end. Hold on. Well, we, yeah, we don't want to hurt each other. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we weren't I like Fuego, so you know mad. I, mean? I used to get so mad if my friends wouldn't really hit me. I'm like, hit me. Hit me well, that's been the funniest thing about it. You talk about fighting your brother. Like when Jason came back, like we watched these tapes together and did commentary on a few of them and talked about angles and things we were doing. But it was that thing of like, was Jason just throw powder in his eyes? Baby powder in my eyes, yeah. That's good. And if you remember, when, when he did, that was Mike, that was our friend Mike doing it to me. And I was like, he showed that clip to me. And I was like, you know, I've done this on a stage in front of a million oh, people. Remember that shit. screw attack thing where I did it to people or whatever? Yeah. But like, it was that there it is again. The thing about it was like, Jason and I took it so seriously. And so mm. like, just like you're talking about Fuego, like, you know, the commentators are just behind the camera because we were the same way. We didn't know how to edit video. So you had to film everything. And so... We get in fights. Like there's like verbal altercations while you're wrestling. You're wrestling somebody, but then you're mad at the commentator for not saying the right thing or doing oh the right God. thing. There's one thing. One time we get put through a table, and my friend on commentator says, "Oh, he gets put through the chair," and I just wanted to rip his head off. <laughs> it's a clear. Or like one of us did a backflip, and he says front flip, and it may, it drives me insane. It's such a so, nightmare of like you're trying so hard, and then somebody else gets something wrong. That we you and we I don't know about you. We never prepped anybody. We didn't ever tell anybody what we're doing. Of we course, same here, same here. We wanted to get the reaction, but then you'd fuck up the reaction. We'd be mad, or you're out of place for the shot we wanted that you didn't tell. We like, didn't tell eventually, you we after I illegally download. 
downloaded Sony Vegas Pro. I learned how to <laughs> dub <Yes>. in. <laughs> I dubbed in my own commentary. So yeah. me and AK, we took it way too seriously. Me and AK, because like, if you go to our channel, there's probably a thousand matches of just me versus AK because we couldn't. We we knew we would take it not serious enough. Yeah, Sony exactly. Vegas. So, Sony Vegas. Yo, shout is, out to Sony Vegas, man. That, Vegas. That's for the real OGs. I love that. Dude, is that's how you fucking know you were there back in the day? <laughs> you were like, because you always had that one friend. that's like, dude, Sony Vegas. It's gonna be the thing. It's the next thing, and it, it was not. I had it no. Was I was shamed. Dude, when I first went to IGN, I was shamed. Chris Ostertag would never let me hear the end of it. He's like, you're not allowed to ever use Sony Vegas again. And I was like, well, excuse you, sir. It's, it is the past, present, and future of I, video editing software. And yep. I'm so happy I haven't used it in 10 years. I don't, is it even around anymore? I don't even know. I had, I don't the, same, know. I don't I had know. the same thing when I came in. I was a Final Cut guy. And I remember coming in and Fran was all avid and avid is terrible for that workflow. It was just the absolute wrong call. And then finally, I was like, I was like, we got to do Final Cut. And he's like, no. And then eventually we settled on Premiere, of course, because that's the best thing. But I remember I had a buddy of mine, Tim, another guy named Tim, who was like, dude, Sony Vegas, man, you got to check it out, man. You got to check. I was like, do you rep Sony Vegas? Like, are you getting fucking paid for every install? What's happening? Oh, yeah, man. He was a nice guy. So, Fuego, my question for you is, you said the, you know, the video goes viral, you start making money on YouTube, and then that's when you, like, pay for wrestling school through it. Was that was wrestling professionally always the plan or was it like you just did it for shits and giggles and then started and then fell into it? No, nah, man, for the longest time, like I said, I've been a, I've been a wrestling fan since birth. My dad is a huge wrestling fan. So we always bonded. And I have two younger brothers who, uh, just at some point around the 11, 12, 13, they grow out of it. And I just, I sure. never did. And, but, but, uh, I was, I had no clue. I, I thought I want to make a lot of money. So I'll go into business for college or something, but I really had no clue. And it wasn't until, I started making money off of wrestling on YouTube. And I was like, man, if I could do this on YouTube and wrestle in the backyard and make money, I should at least give this a shot professionally. And it kind of motivated me to go ahead and pursue it legit. I, really, it, it also kind of fell in my lap as well because I originally was just reaching out to the guy because I wanted to buy a wrestling ring. I was like, we make enough money now. I want to put a ring in my backyard. And he's like, cool, Incredible. I don't feel comfortable selling a 17-year-old a wrestling ring. <laughs> I will train you. And so he invited me over. Like, listen, I don't came. want you to die in your backyard using yeah. my ring. So, That's yeah, I was like, he hilarious. made us sign waivers just to even get into his ring and train because yeah. we were so young. So he's like, you know, maybe I shouldn't sell you one if I gotta get you to sign a waiver just to step in it. That's so funny. God. Yeah, I, but we were like again out of nowhere. Like I remember my first YouTube check. It was just it was just for half a month. And, and it was like 480 bucks. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm rich. And so I immediately yep. bought me and three of my friends like tickets to this TNA house show. Yeah. <laughs> and so we went, sat We're living large, years. get a popcorn, get a hot dog. <laughs> but then like the money just kept going up. And so eventually I was like, we gotta get a ring. And then I messaged the guy and he's like, I'll train you guys. And so me and a couple other my, my buddies, I, I paid for us to get trained. We trained for three months at school, three nights a week. We were just going and going hard. And then we started, uh, started professionally wrestling and like it's a lot like stand-up comedy nick you know mm. you're traveling around for little to no money at all just yeah. trying to get your name out there and i did that for seven long card years before the pandemic happened and then AEW kind of all fell in my lap at one time so it's, it's been a it's been a great thing and then i gotta credit you guys because i've done a lot of crazy car rides by myself for wrestling shows and so i would always just throw on the KF podcast or in review or everything like you guys don't know how much you kind of help get me through these long drives i also i live 
my hometown is in Alabama, so I would drive from Oklahoma to Alabama, and that's 11 hours back and forth. So Jeez. as many podcast downloads <laughs> I, could, I could get, I would. Like I said, so I've been deep into Kind of Funny since 2015, hardcore. So I thank you guys for that, for sure. Quite. So question for you then. So how are you How are you finding and or reaching out and getting these gigs along the way for seven years? Because that's something that, like, that's really tough for comics, right? Is you'll have to, like, I have friends, and, and I've, I've thought – long and hard about doing this but uh that, that'll go up to reno right they'll drive down to san diego in a night just because somebody they reached out on facebook and we're like yo here's a clip of me kind of come down and do your show and you go down there for a bar show for three people and you just wasted like four hundred dollars worth of gas <laughs> but, but you how made do you do twenty dollars <laughs> yeah how do you do that seven years ago how do you even start that ball rolling with identifying where to go to wrestle it's all about i mean it's it's all about networking and finding out things like i would I I found a spot in Oklahoma that did some big shows and I went and I, I and I just showed up and I helped set up the ring. I helped do all of those things and they, and they let me do a tryout match before the show. I wrestle real well. They like me. They say, hey, you can work for free tonight. And so I work for free and they're like, hey, now you're on every show. And then you wrestle a guy who's from Texas. And I'm like, hey, man, I would really like to wrestle in Texas. How do I do that? And he's like, well, I know a guy. I can talk to the promoter and see if I can get you on. And you restart that process. That's or cool. like eventually when I really wanted to exp expand from Oklahoma to Texas, I just went on Facebook and found every independent company Rip, I could. I set yeah. up this whole resume. Before you go, I've been wrestling for this long. I was trained by this guy. Here's a YouTube highlight tape that I made. Uh, Here's a promo that I've done. You send it out and then you just drive. And sometimes I would drive seven hours down to San Antonio for 50 bucks and barely break even. But that would get me booked. That would, I'd meet a few more people and they'd help yeah. me get booked even farther. And so like in 2018, it was like the week after I had had my, uh, my second child and I got this opportunity to go to Canada and like I was going to make no money, but I just wanted to wrestle in Canada to say I've done it. And so me and four other guys from four different states, we all got together and we made like a 50 hour round trip Jeez, to Canada, wow. wrestled and drove up to Canada and Winnipeg. Like we got to the border and I swear it was just like out of a, a show. The, the the border patrol got us out of the car and she's from Canada and she was just like, so, so what do you want to go to Canada for, eh? And I was like, yo, they really say A up here. Yeah, and they so, did. <laughs> It's a problem. It's an issue. And we were, and we were all from four different stations. That we were like, well, we just want to wrestle. They're like, are you making any money from it? And I was like, maybe like thirty bucks Canadian was what we're making out of this. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, well here you go. And I was like, if, if there was a moose and some maple syrup, it would have been it would have been a full, <laughs> there probably was. full there probably. Canadian experience out of that. Yeah, they actually do have that. They do ride moose up there. That's the plural of moose, right? But moose. Then on the way Meese? back down, I stopped nice. at a. We stopped at a nice. spot in Minnesota, and I knew a guy where I wrestled with him in Philadelphia, and he was like, "Hey, you don't need to just be on the pre-show. You need to be on the main show." So he helped oh, me get yeah. up higher. I sold a bunch of merch and just coming up with T-shirts or masks or pictures, and you trying to just try to make it and survive. And I, and I eventually did that. Like I said, for the first. And a lot of YouTube helped with that because, like, even when I was in Oklahoma during college, mm -hmm. the first four years of that, I was still making a little bit of money from YouTube where I didn't have to get a real job. And then eventually, yeah. life hit, you have kids, you had to get a real job, then you have to balance that real job with trying to travel on the weekends and do all of these independent shows. Mm -hmm. It's a whole process, but we made it work. We got here now. So that's that's the fear I have with Greg because he just had a kid, and I'm like, any day now, he's going to tell Tim and I he's got to get, get a real job. He's got to get a real job. That's going to make money. These Oreos have been good, but. So, so you're talking about all the indie stuff going to Canada 2018. That, I mean, I guess it was four years ago now, but like that, that wasn't that long ago. Now you're on AEW. Like what was that transition, especially right now with AEW kind of being 
the biggest competition WWE has ever seen and like kind of being up there like I'm watching clips and stuff and like even last night Jeff Hardy coming out like that's insane and oh, we're talking sold out crowds with like a ton of people like that is insane like how was that transition dude it's crazy and again it kind of it, it gets accredited back to YouTube so uh I was trying to wrestle in Texas forever. I couldn't figure out how to get there. And so I was just scrolling Facebook and I saw this guy that was a wrestler there and didn't even think about it. A couple weeks later, he messages me on my YouTube channel. And he's like, hey, I'm an independent wrestler. I see KBW has all of these views. Can you post one of my videos on your channel and help me get my name up? And I was like, that's so funny. You're a world champion over here at this world champion in this small part of Texas. Uh, could you help me get on this show? And if you get him on the show, I'll get you on my YouTube channel. And uh, he did that. He helped me out and, and, and got me booked. And so I put him on my channel. We developed a friendship. He was doing vlogs. And uh, he, he, he was asking me for YouTube advice. I would ask him for wrestling advice. And we would just help each other out. And then out of nowhere, in, 20, in 2019, he gets signed to AEW. His name is Sammy Guevara. Uh, and then me and him developed such a good close friendship that when the pandemic happened and I, there was all of these wrestlers that they had signed that were stuck in either Mexico or UK or Japan, they needed guys to work for AEW. And he said, hey, you've helped me out so much in my career. Let me extend a hand to you and help you out. And he brought me on and I just would work just these random, we call them extra spots. Like you become an extra at a movie and you go in and you'd wrestle their contract guys. But I, I, I would come there so much and he was still doing his weekly vlog on YouTube. And so I started doing skits and bits on there and I was real funny and we helped each other out and it became a whole movement to where by the time they went back on the road in after about a year of doing this vlog stuff and these extra spots, they were stuck in Jacksonville. So we would constantly just be filming stuff in Jacksonville. But when they were about to go back on the road, it seemed like they were going to stop using these extras and it became a whole thing is, is Fuego going to get signed? And because of his vlog and YouTube and because of all the work I put in, then Last year on TV, they surprised me. Him and Tony Khan signed me on TV live. I, I was in tears crying. Uh, it was incredible. It was an incredible experience. But they signed me live on TV, and That's I got awesome. this contract, all because of YouTube and the vlog. And it kind of translated all the way back to KBW. So I would have definitely never have made it to AEW if it wasn't for KBW. Dude, I mean, it's incredible. Like, right before we started doing the show today, I watched that video. And I I, it say, got yeah. me tearing up. And, like... Yo, I, everyone needs to go watch this video. Oh, for hold you on, I, I, have, I have, I have, I gave Kevin a bunch of links. I actually did pre-pro on this that I don't normally do. So, for you, Greg. first off, I want to we're going to do a sponsor break. Then, Kevin, let's come back and I want to show first off the the match that uh, I have is Fuego uh, in the AEW ring, and then we'll show the latest thing I sent, which is the sequel to that. But first, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny. Over on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny, you can write in to be part of the show, just like. Ryan Poala Higgins did with his question earlier. Uh, you could be watching live like Lexi G is, Omega 3 is, and Nick Gaios is. Uh, of course, you get the show ad free, which I think I said. You get the post show. You can do all the stuff and support us. Uh, but guess what? You're not watching on Patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsors. Shout out to me, Undies. We've all been there trying on clothes in a dressing room, and everything makes you look like three kids hiding in a coat. Finding the perfect size is annoying. That's why me, Undies makes undies, bralettes, and loungewear to fit just right. Y'all know how long I've loved me, Undies. I am often wearing the shirt, the lounge pants, the undies, the socks, like I'm doing right now. If I was a cartoon character, this would just be my, my outfit. It would just be all me, Undies. I love it because of the soft micromodal fabric and because it does fit really well. Me, Undies knows that comfort starts with the perfect size and fit. That's why they 
wear test all sizes from extra small to 4xl for everything they make they've got different cuts for different butts and everything from bold colors to fun adventurous prints so the world can be a comfier place for every booty <laughs> uh, me on these promises if you're not comfortable with any product for any reason you can return your order for a full refund within 45 days MeUndies has a great offer for y'all for any first-time purchasers you can get 15% off and free shipping right to your door to get 50% off your first order free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee go to MeUndies.com slash kind of funny that's MeUndies.com slash kind of funny Shout out to DoorDash. Sometimes pulling into your driveway after a trip to the grocery store only to realize you forgot one key ingredient for dinner kind of feels like the end of the world. But with DoorDash, you can get the groceries and household essentials you need or a backup meal from your favorite local restaurant delivered in under an hour. Desperately craving a late night snack or just want to stock up for the week with DoorDash, get it all in one app. We've been using DoorDash forever. You hear us on the Kind of Funny podcast always talking about the different taquerias we're ordering from, the different burger places we're ordering from we are super happy and we love to just get the food delivered right to us for a limited time you guys can get 25 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of 15 dollars or more when you download the doordash app and enter code kinda funny that's 25 off up to a 10 dollar value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the doordash app in the app store and enter code kinda funny don't forget that's code kinda funny for 25 off your first order with doordash subject to change terms apply all right so yes back to it kevin if you can show the first clip the fuego in the aew ring like oh, this is the match right this, this the, giant I, bulgarian man I mean, oh my big. god and so the, the what they had given you here first is you just take off and are awesome like yeah you this is so, before oh. the bell even wrong so this match was if i win i get a contract and so i attack him before the bell and everyone's going nuts because like they this guy's been undefeated he's been killing guys and there's a chance here, oh my God, if I can beat this guy, I'll get a job. It's my yeah, first yeah. time that I've wrestled on TV. I don't normally only wrestle on their YouTube show. So I had built up this move for a year on the vlog that I'm the master of the Tornado DDT, but I would never hit it, right? And I finally, <laughs> a bit, because if I hit it, I would win a match, but I wasn't winning because I wasn't signed. And so here, for the match that gets me the, for, the, for the contract, I hit it immediately twice, and the place is going awesome. bananas. So dude, it's not just against no one. Like you're only yeah, against Miro here, man. Yeah, that yeah, formerly awesome. Rusev, yeah. Good. So like, it's for the belt. But at this point, if I if you if you win by count out, I wouldn't win the belt, but I would still get the contract. So I'm just saying, count his ass out. Count his ass out. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so. My, what I find interesting, because we're going to, uh, if Kevin, you want to let this play, I, uh, AEW will probably be cool and not kill us. I hope so. Uh, I, want, I, I hope, hope so. Lawyers. I'll talk to their lawyers. We'll Thank see. you very much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you hit somebody up for us, right? Uh, yeah. The idea, though, is like, so you know then, obviously, that you know, you're not going to win. Of but course. you didn't know they were going to come out and give you a contract? That no is legit? No clue. That's completely legit. So I lose here. And I had done a couple small TV spots where I got beat up in the back the past two weeks before. And so I'm just thinking, oh, at least I'm getting on TV at all. Oh, you know, I'm sure. not yeah, signed, yeah, 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 yeah. but I'm on TV. But here, this was the launch of their second show called Rampage on Friday nights. And I was like, they want, he's been destroying Watch guys. I'll, I'll oh get destroyed. God. I'll get destroyed. And I, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, this is, this was good. This was, this is good. I got my first match on TV. I lose. He's, he's about to pick up the contract here and rip it up. But in my head, I'm happy because I'm like, hey, I got on TV. It went really well. The crowd seemed to enjoy it. Uh, now, Kevin, I mean, if you send the most recent clip I just sent you, this is uh, Sammy coming out. 
And so this yeah. is because this ma- this ends if I'm cr- right. Yeah, this ends, next, but... right? It goes to commercial break. And during the commercial break, I'm looking at the ref and I'm like, that went well, right? Like, we're good? Like, it can't get any better than that for a day- TV, de- TV debut. And little did I know it was about to get so much better. So how did you notice thing that. in the ring? Were they just like... Hey, in, in the ear, he's got a, the ref's got an earpiece that says, hey, Tony Khan, the owner wants you to stay in here because after the commercial break, you're going to stand up and they want to give you the standing ovation from the mm, crowd mm, for mm. being so tough. So I thought, I'm trying to stand here and look tough, Nick. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this Sammy's, Sammy's music hit and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, what's happening, what's happening? Because I have no clue what's going on. Dude, I just, I love it, man. It is so genuine. It's so authentic. Like watching this, it's like, it, you know, with wrestling, it's it's always that thing of it's scripted, but you want to make it feel real. And like real. that, there's that that line, that, that balance. And like, this, this is, is as so real as it cool because it's as real as it gets, man. Like, and my it's so well friend, done. My best friend who, who, like I said, I'm on his vlog every week. We do a weekly YouTube vlog. Uh, I'm on his, but he, we never had been on scene on TV together. He was a big star. So they didn't want him associating with like a smaller extra on screen. This and, fucking loser. And then this. <laughs> yeah. So here it is. Now he gets to. He's the one who hands me my. Oh, this is your friend. In ring. Yes. Oh. Yeah. There's a sign for. Like I said, we built up a movement on his vlog. And so, like, there was a bunch of people constantly asking for me to get signed, and signs being brought said sign Fuego. And then he, he he finally says, "I can't I can't believe I get to say as your best friend that Fuego del Sol is now." Elite because the company's called Elite Wrestling, and so that's what they say. And then I hug him, and I'm in dead tears on national television. It's a, it was a great moment, man. One of the Incredible, best man. That's dude, the, your boy Sammy has great fashion sense. Just want to say, let's go. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, how relieved is your wife and children <laughs> that you are now have a full time job and can like hang out? I think with a more regular. I got to give credit to my wife so much because I told her seven years ago I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm I'm." Ch-. I told her from day one I was like, "Hey, you're a great gal. I really like you a lot." Yeah, However, cool. I have this dream that I've set out on doing, mm-hmm. and I'm dead set on doing this. So this is your out now. If you want to leave. It's going to be very hard. I'm going to be going a lot. I'm going to make a lot of, not, not a lot of money. And I'm going to make some stupid decisions based mm. on what everyone else thinks, you know? And, uh, and she's like, Hey, I'm with you. I'm riding with you. And That's for, awesome. for, for, for six and a half years, she was my sugar mama. You know, she helped pay the bills when I couldn't do it, even through two kids. And Damn, dude. I remember just after that moment, I remember getting to the back and I remember FaceTiming her and she's in tears and I'm getting teary out thinking about it. I'm just like, we did it. I told you we do it. And it's because I, I, I couldn't get here without you. We did it. And it was such a moment, man. I, it, eh, God, I still get chills thinking about it. So, so how's it been since then? You have this moment incredible. your side, it's like you're all elite now. Every week I'm traveling to different shows. I get to wrestle. I, I keep doing this vlog with my best friend. It's the greatest job in the world. Most times we're only on the road three days, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Sometimes, like last week was pay-per-view week, so we were going all week. But getting to see the world, getting a weekly paycheck, whether I wrestle or not, like from going to making $50, $100 to getting you know making six figures in wrestling is like the coolest thing in the world and it all paid off the hard work all paid off man so it's it's the best feeling in the world that's super cool man and what yeah. i love about it is that you are still the kid you were in the oh 100 kevin if we want to show this you you mentioned it briefly jeff hardy and you immediately went like this you were stre- <laughs> what you were live streaming your reaction because of the pay-per-view last week we were on the road six days and i knew i wasn't going to be needed on dynamite last night so i asked to come home let's go to the same home, music but i thought i'd twitch stream my res- my uh, reaction to jeff hardy showing up last night let's, listen to, let's actually listen to this one 
I'm tweeting out just in case he shows up. I'm writing my tweet right now. Just Let's go! Let's go, brother Nero! I knew you'd come! Here, I gotta start doing Let's the dance go! here. Let's go! Let's <laughs> go! I got the same theme music! How did they pull that shit off? Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> I love you say what we Hardy, all thought of. Like, how do they have the same music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hardy, Hardy. That'll never not get old, man. I was pretending to be Matt and Jeff Hardy on my trampoline as a kid, and here we are. I'm co-workers with them, bro. That's that is crazy. so damn. I mean, how how's that been, man? Obviously, Jeff is is new to it right now, but how's it been interacting with like legends? Oh my god, dude, now? dudes. I, I was at WrestleMania 30 when, when Daniel Bryan won both titles and was doing the yes. I was there in New Orleans. And so now for him to be my coach, for me and him to have like playful banter in the back, for CM Punk, a guy, you know, that left WWE for seven years who I loved. I had seven, eight, nine, ten CM Punk shirts. And so for him to be like just Phil to me now, that's my buddy Phil. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts, dude. I cried when Daniel Bryan had to retire, man, when he had his neck injury. So now to be able to say I might be able to wrestle him soon, it's it blows my mind. But at, at the end of the day, I just want their respect, right? So I had a match last December where I was I was losing pretty fast on TV, and and I haven't really let anyone know this. And I'm I, maybe he'll be mad at me, but maybe he won't. Right after the match, I come through the curtain, and the first one to meet me was CM Punk, and he was just hey, you know, I mean, a lot of people are, are excited about this guy's debut, and I know you just lost, but without your performance, without people like you, we couldn't make this whole thing successful. And so just to get those encouraging words from a guy that I looked up to all my life and CM Punk, it'll never, it'll never not be surreal to me, man. That's I'm living, awesome. I'm awesome. living my dream, man, 100. Yeah, know? it must be, it must be nice to have one of your coworkers realize that you're just an incredible foundation. And <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey for the record, Nick, for the record, I tell Tim that all the time. How much wow. we're going to do this? Okay. okay. I say to Kevin too. If you're a vital listen, kind of funny employee, listen, you know it. Listen, Roger. Tim. Tim killed KFAF, so I don't want to hear a goddamn <laughs> word about Tim. He's still, the, he's still out there killing things, depending on what Reddit threat you read. <laughs> I didn't want to know this, though. I, I asked a question I had. Me and, me and AK were talking. I was like, you know, what can what can I... Because when when you have guests, I don't know how I watch the show regularly, right? So I want the vibe to still feel like the kind of funny podcast, not just mm -hmm. y'all interviewing me. So I was like, what can I bring to the table? And I was like, you know, I just want to learn about what all you guys do behind the scenes that we don't know about. We see you guys turn it on, but what is the other official jobs kind of funny that you do when you're not like greg you've been checking you've been emailing me back and forth i know tim is, handles a bunch of the sponsorship stuff like what are, what else does everyone do with within yeah. kind of funny it's a big yeah. question right and i think yeah i think most of it for some it's you you already know i think they're at the iceberg right where like so for me i'm i'm booking shows i'm booking guests i'm usually mm -hmm. planning that out i'm usually looking the week ahead to make sure uh games daily and the other shows are covered or if somebody's moving tim and i tag team game coverage to a degree i would think i lead it in terms of getting codes and then also coming to tim and being like review embargo for x is this so that means games cast should be that but that trades back and forth a little bit uh but i would say yeah for like producing show planning like that kind of thing for games would fall on my shoulders right tim i'm not speaking out yeah of totally i i feel like with most things uh between like everyone on the team not just the the three of us but like everyone there'd be like a lead on something and then like the main support on that thing so it's like greg and i will like tag team in different ways where it's like he's the lead more on the game side of things but like he'll come to me to 
lock something in or convert to get my perspective on it and like vice versa it'll be like i'll go to him talking about like the in review stuff of like here's what i'm thinking for for this and then sure. they'll lock it in that way but with nick it'll be more like kind of dealing with him uh on the more production side of things like we just mm. went to lunch a couple days ago and i like, had a fantastic talk about what cameras we want to get for the new studio and like right. it's that type of stuff where it is it's the more the 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 production businessy side like there's there's so many levels to what production means because it's mm. like to make the content to edit the content to do the content what is the content like all of that kind of just requires everybody to you say like you, we, we turn it on i really do feel like we are able to just be ourselves or like organically on the show and we talk about what we do so much because that is the content it is our lives so uh i feel like you actually have a, a much more accurate insight into what our jobs are than you would expect like i don't is think it, there's that many like hidden things yeah you know? that's the thing is like it the, the thing that's weird though is that it'll it'll, it'll shock people that we actually run the company because <laughs> like you think you I mean you think that like okay you see people because you because traditionally you're used to seeing people on camera right but you know people come up now and you got to do everything from from one of the company to paying the taxes um and so like it's it's they're underplaying what they do here um they like greg and 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 and, and tim are like the backbone of basically our entire outreach and our entire promotional arm of this business and they're the ones that interface with pretty much everyone from the sponsorship side to the pr side to guests that want to come on to even our like there's nights where greg will be like at midnight on patreon or, or interfacing with joey just trying to you know message stuff and, and do stuff i mean like right that. there i would say for sure patreon give joey all the credit in the world she's the one scheduling the post making sure things go, go up and how, organizing all that looking at i you know i am as surprised as everybody else when a new month starts and i find out what the patreon reward is going to be for platinum because right. i know joey's got it taken care of and like yeah. she kills it every time right in terms of what they're doing it's awesome like that yeah and then yeah, roger with tiktoks yeah. cool greg with edits uh you know all of them getting bugged at all hours of the night for things you know roger running his own team now for tiktoks which is incredible uh you know barrett tweeting and also then now being like uh i don't know i guess co-producer you know right behind kevin kevin usually lead producer on all the shows in terms of directing mm -hmm. and making sure they run and stuff but right. barrett can do that now too and then barrett of course running the ever-growing uh meta cricket website that we have on twitter.com slash meta underscore cricket uh you know <laughs> <laughs> killing it there kevin making sure everything works kevin you know yeah, runs a show yeah. in the morning and then drives to my house to set up a new tripod and a new thing and a new arm and all that jazz yeah. so and then of course nick and kevin making sure the studio is the happening studio, from yeah. a moment to moment thing whereas tim has the vision for the overall studio of what that's going to be yeah poor kevin has been like just we've been tag teaming um the studio and he'll just roll he he rolled in from like greg's the other day just smoking a cigarette like dan Aykroyd from ghostbusters because he's so overworked he's like beautiful right, what the fuck are we doing are we talking about sinks today what's happening <laughs> it's been we're gonna we're gonna have a deep dive when the studio's done and absolutely and i cannot wait fucking drunk we're gonna get cannot so wait. drunk when this is done you gotta come <laughs> see you when it's done absolutely hey, man AEW's coming to the west coast a lot during the summer and we're, we're hitting vegas for the first time in may i've never been to vegas so i can't wait for that oh, so definitely when the when the when you guys finally open back up in the studio i gotta 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 drop by gotta hell of course yeah. of course Fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. Hopefully, maybe we'll have a new refrigerator by then. Absolutely, that would be great. Be but great. is it going to be matte black or white? You know what I mean? Fuck? Well, you can get <laughs> silver right now, but I if you wait a little bit longer. I literally, after this podcast, have to grab Tim and Kevin to talk about sinks. Just the kitchen sink. What are we going to yeah, do about I it? Guess, it's a I big guess deal. That, it's a that's big the deal. thing that like we don't talk about as much. I do think we talk about it a little, but the amount of mundane shit that matters so much to like one person on the team, and if I'm being honest, it's usually me. <laughs> I'm usually the one. <laughs> I was about to say probably Tim. 
I would say it's I, I would say it's split fairly evenly between me and you. And poor Kevin has to be stuck things. in the middle of both of them yeah. and being like, fuck me. Like Tim's like, not the right Matt Black. And I'm like, it could be Space Gray. Yeah. With these yeah, sinks, that... though, with these sinks, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of times people don't even realize it. Sometimes they'll pick sinks and not realize how much the faucet and knobs looks like uh, a cock and balls. So just oh, be aware specifically for what that, type though. of sink. <laughs> Yeah, everything, yeah, in, Nick, everything in the new like, studio Nick is wants everything to look valid. like a dick and i'm just okay, like i don't okay. know if that's the direction and then kevin has <laughs> to be there being like guys i have to be the peacekeeper here no more often than not oh kevin will occasionally be like or it could look like a vagina and you're like okay well now kevin's just throwing a whole other <laughs> just sequence but of events my, into the my mix. favorite thing that happened with the, the studio recently well not recently it's a little while ago now but yeah, it was just like blur. should we tear down this door and make a door that's like I don't know. Bigger. Eight inches bigger. Not yeah. even that much bigger. Yeah. And it was just like, I was pulling my hair out because I was just like, no, <laughs> no. it's done. The door's hey, done. You never know when you're going to buy another couch and how you're going to have to fit it. But like, we, we no, already we got a, this giant thing that needed to go we in there. One, we got we it in. One piece of pl- like platform that was like, just like, it, it went in fine. It was totally fine. But I was, yeah, I totally was, uh, yeah, that was, that was one of those moments where I was like, oh man, did I just, because you know, these things are like, one, poor decision or one decision where you're not paying attention to something and you might not you might have to shift everything drastically so these are the things that keep me up at night one big like, stomp on this floor could uh, knock out all the power well no thankfully, <laughs> we learned we learned on this one so because there was a yeah, moment we where they were the like power up yeah up so greg's gonna have to fucking jump up like mario to hit that power so no cap throwing at the roof well thankfully exactly. all the all the power in this place is brand freaking new like i don't know what that that old place we were in was probably 1920s architecture we had stuff there, at one point kevin had an electrician come over and look and he was like he looked in one of those like electrical outlets and was like whoa <laughs> like well, that's not that's not safe at all we're like just just cover it up just just yeah. cover it up it'll be fine no one's yeah, wait, I, I actually uh was a patreon supporter and so my name will hopefully be somewhere in the wall and They're i made sure yeah. I, they yeah. Joe asked what name do you want? And I was like, well, we got to put Fuego del Sol. That's yes. the name. Perfect. I love that. I want I when you when it's yeah. when it's up and running and you come visit. I want the photo of you squinting at the wall trying to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yes. So we we actually just it's got uh, the final final locked in. We have all the names Graphic. that are going to be cool. on this this uh, the wall. And so I've been trying to like strategize and think of like because I've had some ideas of like what I, I think that that should look like. Uh, and I was like thinking in my mind, cool. We'll come up with like some cool design with the the names and stuff. And that was all under the, the idea that there was going to be, I don't know, four or 500 names. Mm-hmm. There were like 7,000 names. Yeah, a lot of names. <laughs> there yeah. are like 7,000 yeah. of you that yeah. we need Talk to games. shout out that for Talk real, games. dude. Yeah, it's, it is very impressive. And there's going to be a lot of names on those walls. So thank you for that. <laughs> I can't wait for when we start bringing like video game developers and PR people back over and they're looking like, oh my God, like who who's this memorial to? <laughs> who are all these people who died? Like, oh, no, I was no. so scared because I uh, it, the original email in October got sent to my spam folder that Joey sent out. And I was like, oh my God, my name's not going to be on the wall. I missed it. I missed it. But then luckily, she sent out another round in January. I was like, this is the final list. Yeah. And so I got my, I got it in there. I got to submit it. Thank goodness. That's yep, perfect. yep, yep. It's already starting. I see it in the chat. Lou, I never got that email frowny face. Yeah. <laughs> email Greg at kindoffunny.com and Joey at kindoffunny.com. And we will look through. Again, this is if you, what, in January 2020, increased or was a new pledge, right? Hey, uh, yeah. tell him, tell him, tell him to check his spam folder. 
because Check that's where <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll get it taken care of. And if, if for some not, reason, I'll personally write your name underneath. I was going to say, it, there's lots of walls in the office, and yeah. it, it's very kind of funny, I'm sure, just... that if it's like 7,000 names and then the bathroom has. <laughs> A hundred names on it. Like what happened here? Those are the ones that didn't. They this you spam folder them, got them. them. This spam folder out. got them. So it's gonna go there. It's gonna so work yeah, out. Yeah, the we'll spam it. folder. <laughs> That'll be the spam folder section of the studio. We'll make it right. Don't worry about it. As always, uh, the, uh, this actually uh, I forget where it was. Oh, the I had a good transition, but we kept talking about it. Back to it. Uh, you were talking about the refrigerators and all the dumb stuff you guys yeah. have had to learn. I think this bridges nicely to a, a topic. To end the show, Madeline, a.k.a. Mad Exposure, writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunny and says, is there a topic that you feel like you know a lot about but have never intentionally sought out information about it? Example, I feel like I know a lot about the Real Housewives series despite never watching it or reading anything, mm. just from general chatter and memes, etc. <laughs> so wait, the question is, do we ever pretend do you like feel- we know a lot about something? No, 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 not that you pretend. Us? Is there a topic that you feel like you know a lot about but have never intentionally sought out? I'm sorry. That was a joke, and I I ran over it. I'm sorry. That's totally fine. Don't worry about it. That's a good question. That's a really good question. I can tell you I, for a fact, do. This is something I've thought about because I saw somebody either tweet about it or, you know, I love a good TikTok that uses a tweet. (laughs) Just like I'm reading a tweet on TikTok. Why not? But it was this. I can totally feel it. It's like I know so much about this fucking John Mulaney, Olivia Munn cheating mm. on his wife thing, and I've never looked for information on this. It's just mm. like I can't get away from it when I run it's into it. It's like the Pete Davidson stuff now. It's the oh, Pete Exactly. Davis. And like that, I, that, that is one of those ones where I, I know he's dating Kim Kardashian now and that Kanye is doing a bunch of weird stuff about it, but I, I don't know it the way this John Mulaney information has been shoved on me. Not by Jen, not by Lucy James, not by any of our friends. It's just like you're checking tw- TikTok and I see a video about it and suddenly I know – that like the dates don't line up for their separation uh, for her to have the baby. And now it's like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care what these people are doing. I know it's, it's, that's to the point where like, cause I've, I've fall. I mean, every story is Kim Kardashian, Kanye West and Pete Davidson right now. And I'm like, how do I go on my Apple news app and just mute those words? Is there a, mm. is there a way to do that? And it's not that I don't even like any of those people. I, they're perfectly fine. I just, I can't have, 50% there's more important shit happening in the world right now than Pete than Kanye West like flexing on Pete Davidson through not one but two music videos Greg congratulations mm. you got that right wow I didn't know that that's incredible yeah. that's incredible news yeah wow and he just keeps he just keeps launching videos <laughs> where they beat <laughs> Pete Davidson's ass up and like one's claymation one's in a video game it's very wait strange. this is real oh it's real yeah I'm not kidding yeah yeah Kanye he's now took the video down he put up a video of him beating up claymation of Pete and there it's a game. It's a song with happened. the game. It's a song with the game. Yeah, that he just put up. Yeah, yeah these so. are going too far, Greg. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Really, Kanye's having there. he's having a hard time with this breakup. Let's be perfectly. Let's let's be honest about that. And uh, Pete Davidson, on the other hand, crushing it. Just announced a Netflix series. Why do Absolutely. I know so much about this shit? I, I don't like any of this. I don't know Netflix much about really, Pete really. Davidson. I fucking love Pete Davidson. Like, I, I, mean, I want Davidson. more. I want more Pete Davidson well, in my life. So I'm, I'm okay with, with this. I don't know if I say I would stand Pete Davidson, but there's a lot of just random, like Mulaney's another one who is, is a guy that, I don't, if I find you be an interesting personality and I deep dive on you, I know a lot about you. Him, Ed Sheeran is another one. I don't know why I know <laughs> about it. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I've always, always, I am a secret, I guess I would say I'm a secret big fan of it, but there's just random people I'll, I'll get into them. Like one time, um, 
I, I didn't know a lot about, uh, oh God, now I can't think of his name. The guy who sings, it's not unusual. What be Tom no. Jones? Yes, yeah. Tom Jones. I just went on a deep dive on YouTube during the oh, pandemic of just I've Tom Jones. And I was like, I don't know why, but I'm a huge Tom Jones fan now. That's a perfect example of one of those things where you're like, Oh, maybe Tom, because, Tom, of, because of John Mulaney. He has this whole bit about what's new pussycat. Yeah, that is also maybe. <laughs> a connection I just made there. That's, that's yeah. so funny. Yes. So okay, I don't know well, that I got one. I, really? I yeah, I, I'm like, because I, I like just what Frago saying. I'm kind of the same way where it's like I, I get into something and I deep dive on it. I like, like, that's I like a better something... question. Like, what is something that you deep dive on that people don't know how much you probably deep dive? You know that you well, haven't. Tim just said he subscribes to the subreddit for Steelbooks. So yeah, yeah, collecting physical media, but people know that about me already. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. that's just like a layer of it. Like, yeah. and it, let me tell you guys how deep down this I am. Uh -oh. I am so not happy with the inconsistencies with like Blu-ray covers and stuff that I am looking into doing custom versions of all my Blu-rays. I want to personally make my own covers for all of my fucking Blu-rays. And it is not as easy. It's not as easy as you'd think. It, it, it is. And I'm like, I'm so mad. And did you know that you can't buy just a blank steel case? Of steel. A steel book? You it has to come with... The, is that because the, it's illegal or it's because people, no one in their right them. mind would actually buy one of those? No, so many people would buy them, Nick. You're wrong. There was at least 800 people subscribed to this subreddit. Okay? <laughs> at least. And throughout the uh, world. But the, Half but of them are in Denmark. Steelbooks are made by a very specific company, and they control the production of all they of it. So they need the to work with the, with the official studios, like production studios, so that they can upsell these things. So you cannot buy just like a blank steel book which mm. i thought you'd be able to go on amazon and just fucking pay 50 bucks and get 100 of them that is not the case man so people that make custom steel books literally will buy steel books for other movies they go to best buy look at the clearance that. section there oh. you can buy fallout 76 steel book whatever for three dollars right. and buy a bunch of them and then they paint over it so it's a oh they paint over it. that's thing that's insane that's yeah that's the, I mean, that's the that's thing to that point like anything that i nerd out like that like there's me you know me you've listened to me talk before so if it's something i'm not interested in i just will i will literally look at the other screen and stop listening to everyone on this podcast <laughs> if there's if there's something that i am interested in like recently because we're doing we're, we're looking at you know revamping the equipment and stuff for the studio i've just been i've been going down so many rabbit holes for like camera equipment and it's it starts with like top end like oh you know we talked about looking into like black magic cameras and then suddenly like if you look at my tabs over here it's like 50 or 60 different little tiny things that you put on a tripod that's a quick relate plate that you can also use for some, and it's useless it's all stupid useless but i'm fascinated and i have to know which one is the best one yeah so back before i knew i was getting signed i was like you know what let me at least start a twitch channel let me take some of this love of uh like love that i've been getting from AEW's fan base and try to translate that if i don't get signed so i, I decided i was going to build my own pc and who knew that was going to be a big hassle? Oh, that's, that's the... Like, I was the same way. Right now, to this day, I still You might as well file for the divorce right tabs. now, man. <laughs> Your wife's going to believe you, but that's it. Are you yeah. kidding me? Because yeah, oh at one point when I got this machine, Kevin was like, we'll just build you one. And I was like, oh, I don't think Dee's going to like that. I don't think she's going <laughs> to like that at all. Me and Kevin yelling at each other for an entire day building it. No, I guess I Kevin could have built, built it by his thing. Here, yeah, yeah, I would require you to come here and sit on this rug behind me like like we're children playing with building blocks. That's what my, my office looked like. There was just parts and boxes everywhere, man. It's terrible. I, when we built Tim, we had a fun time. Tim's. We had a fun when we time. built Tim. Yeah, when we made Tim. The cyborg. And Andy's. Android. That's nice too. 
But yeah, see, me and Kev get like really into this stuff uh, as well, like the the computer building and all like the different parts mm. and shit. And then we get obsessed with even like the the culture around it all. So it's like mm. you got to keep your you got to keep your PCs clean. So oh, yeah, uh, a couple wire, weeks right? ago, a couple weeks ago, Kevin uh, or cable <laughs> management's a whole other thing. Y'all oh my god, y'all got back cable even- management. Y'all haven't even fucking seen what this motherfucker's been up to the last like couple months. My this entire room, you it's cannot see a impressive. single cable anywhere. And it is like it is disturbing to the level that my room is cable managed. Like the amount of electronics and the amount of things I have on my desk without seeing a single cable is fucking mind blowing. But then the you know the compressed air things yeah, like you yeah, get the, the cans and you turn, yeah. you turn it upside down it like freezes and all that shit so kevin and i for years have been frustrated that they run out so quickly you have to so go buy more ass. it's it's always a damn hassle so kevin found that they make electronic versions electric ones right that that you, it's like usb charge and then it just you can shoot it and <laughs> oh it just like God. shoots the air so i was like well kev i have to one up you so i got one that you actually fucking plug in right. and this thing dude it'll fucking blow you away man you know, I like how Tim turns it on himself as if his yeah. hair isn't shellacked into place. Like it didn't no, move. nothing it didn't moves. Nothing. Not at worst. I would have lost twenty hairs moved. right there. <laughs> this That's this so made funny. me think of a funny story. It's like, of course, wrestling is one of those things I'm obsessed with, but I didn't realize how much of just the character Kane that I know about. Yeah, it is almost disturbing. Like I was driving down the the road one day with my wife and I was trying to explain to her the story of Kane and I felt like <laughs> when Greg goes off into one of his rants and he just starts I at one point I was like why do I know so much about this fake character oh like he's God. a he's a he this he was he debuted because of his brother the Undertaker you know having yeah. a, another brother Paul Bear who was Undertaker's manager is his stepdad and it turns out Kane is the one who burnt down Undertaker's home and funeral parlor but they then reconcile and become tag team champions but then Undertaker gets injured and Kane is on his own and he, he's like a lost soul so he teams with all these random people like X-Pac and then RVD and then he then Triple H and him start feuding and Triple H did does really, this weird thing did a really creepy crush on Lita remember yeah, he when did, he like stared at her in the shower or whatever but yes oh my god he married her she wore black it was a whole ordeal there's so many he unmasked there's so many just random weird things about him oh but god, because of so the character funny. Kane Daniel Bryan and him teamed up because of the weak weak link. They had a whole storyline about who's the weak link about, about Daniel Bryan. That kind of pushed Daniel Bryan into the superstardom that he's in. So, you know, who knows if I would have been a professional wrestler if Kane never did you. I was like, my God, I've wasted a lot of my life with wrestling. Oh, <laughs> I, I, what, if, it's, if you enjoyed it, is it a waste? Is it a waste? I agree. No, I agree. No, no. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, and, 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 and you know, the, the, the people that deserve the prizes in our lives, the rewards in our lives, really are significant others. Because, like, every conversation you've had like that, flash forward to me. Oh, God, I don't know. When did uh, Spider-Man come out? A couple months ago? December. Yeah. December, yeah. December. It flash forward after we saw that to me crying in my car trying to explain to Danielle the significance of uh, Andrew Garfield jumping off the tower and catching Oh, Zendaya. my God. And she's like, what are you Tears. talking about? I was like, you don't understand. And now people want him to have another movie. And I support <laughs> that. I support his third movie, even though the second one wasn't very good. And Give the third one was totally fucking bad, but whatever. It was I am incredible. still exploding inside because Jen hasn't seen it. Like, you oh, know, like oh she, couldn't, she couldn't come to the theater with us. And then obviously, uh, you know, with Benjamin, we just, we, you know, when December, we didn't have a nanny yet. Now we have a nanny, but we never thought of it where, 
it like went for uh, Batman. We took the afternoon mm. off and went and saw it there, and it was awesome because it's an afternoon show. No one was there, so we just That's owned great. the theater. We found a theater that gives it sells pickles now too, so we're able to eat a pickle like Randy in Texas. And it was that thing of walking down the hallway. Uh, I saw Spider Man Far From Home. Like holy shit! But it's also to the point now where it's like. December or I'm sorry, March 25th or something, right? It's coming up quick. We are 12 yeah. days away, yeah, Greg. And my best friend Curran just had a baby as well. Him and his wife Shari have not seen the movie either. They yeah. do not live on the internet the way yeah. that we all do. So like they aren't spoiled on a lot of elements of it. And wow. I can't wait. They're coming over. We're doing a whole theater showing and I can't fucking wait. I'm counting yeah. down I'm, the damn I'm, days for I'm this. Fancy man. For, I haven't got to watch the Batman yet. And I'm so oh. like I'm going this weekend. But like because of like I said, because of this thing with like I live on this on this edge of like what can I convince my wife to do? But also if I do it without her, will she get mad at yep. me for oh, right? See. We live on that yeah. line. And mm -hmm. so I went and watched Endgame just because I couldn't deal with spoilers. I had to go watch it the night of after work. And she was really mad that I went without her. But then I was like, okay, with Spider-Man No Way Home, you gotta we gotta go watch it the first night. And she was like, oh, that's a Thursday. I'll have work the next morning. I was like, I don't care. It's either this or I'm going without you. Going it's just there's, one of yeah, the other. There's no third option. There's no option that requires a lot of the, A lot of the other wrestlers are going to watch the Batman last weekend. I, I told her I'd wait on her. And so I didn't watch it yet. So we're mm. going this weekend down to Texas to for a, vac a little mini vacay. And we're going to watch it there as well. Yeah, there's a lot of like I get the nice jet, get out of jail free card of like I'd love for you to come, but it is for work. You know what I mean? Like I got I got to be on the shows. I got to react, so I get to go do it. Are you guys hiring so I can do the same? Thing? <laughs> We're welcome on in reviews. Dude, we'll find one. You tell Let's us what you want to watch next. We'll get you on in reviews. Let's do it. it. Yeah, that was the one. Cast. That was one thing with that. We, we went and saw a screener for the Batman, so I couldn't uh, D couldn't make it that night, and so she ended up seeing it this week. And one of the things that I know that it's like a, this is like the most proud I've ever been of myself is that she called me right afterward and we had like an i swear to god i was like driving over to her we had a 35 minute long conversation about the movie and she was and she was thankfully on my side she was like it was a little too long but then randomly the fire alarm went off and so she's like i actually got like a 25 minute little like break like a, a little intermission and i got a tie cut because she goes i gotta tell you the runtime didn't bother me at all <laughs> and i was like well, yeah <laughs> having an it intermission was, it was fun well, it was fun just need more intermissions is what yeah, you exactly saying. exactly or you just be a man, Nick, and stop drinking so much, DC. Hold your no, bladder I can't do it. and I do can't. what you need to do you know, and watch the I, movie. I've 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 toned down the amount of Diet Coke. I'm not gonna say I quit because I'm starting to ramp it back up, but there was a valley there for a second. <laughs> and I think when we saw the Batman, I think I just drank water and Andy was like beside himself. He's like, dude, mm. you didn't pee once during that entire movie. And I'm like, Yeah, but I can't really feel anything from the waist down. Yeah, it hurts weird. so bad. That's weird. Yeah. No, but like you're you're not gonna have a movie that that's that, that is that long in a long time. That's why I trained for it. I had to train yeah. for that one. I did mm -hmm. a low carb diet, uh, got off caffeine, and yeah, we we went into that one pretty slim. And then I came out, and I'm like, and then Andy also ate all of his popcorn before I could. He gave me like two bites of it, oh. and I was like, do I be rude and just grab it from him? I don't know. I'm like, real quick, Greg, how was huh? the pickle with the popcorn? It was fine. I I, per, I like the pickle twang he does better than the pickle itself. Yeah. Because, like, my thing is, like, and this is years of training, I think, where for me, when I'm treating myself, it's the popcorn and then the M&Ms. And I like that. I like putting a handful of M&Ms in, a handful of uh, popcorn in. And yeah, so chocolate, chocolate and popcorn, it makes sense. But with, like, the pickle, it's the vinegar is such a strong taste. I feel like you never taste – it never mixes with anything well. You're just tasting one side of your mouth of the vinegar and one side of, like, whatever else. And that was the thing where I think the twang Andy uses is a better uh, alternative because it's like – yeah, I still get a lot of popcorn and then just that pickle twang. Because, like, don't get me wrong, I love a pickle. But it was like, yeah, I was, you know, I ate the pickle and then at some point I, me and Jen were splitting. I, I was like, I'm going to stop here so that I can cleanse the palate for a couple bites of popcorn and then get to this M&M train. 
because I don't want to just have M&Ms at the end of this popcorn. You know what I mean? I like it to be a unified experience. I'm, my mouth's watering talking about it right now. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to go back to meet her. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast each and every week. Four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each coming to bullshit with each other about whatever it is they want to bullshit about. If you want to bullshit with us, patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can write in to be part of the show, just like Madeline did, just like Ryan did, and of course, just like all the trogs did. Cordy, uh, Cordy? Cody, my dog, Nick, P.S. Week, Cordy, and the assassin, AK-47, of course. Uh, they're going to stick with us to watch the post show we do on patreon.com slash kind of funny where of course they got the show ad free as well uh, of course though you can watch it for free anytime you want youtube.com slash kind of funny rooster teeth podcast services around the globe of course you get ads of course you can't write in of course you're not live but you still have some fun support us on the epic game store by using the creator code kind of funny fuego del sol you have been perfect i'm excited to post show with you but before we let you go where can people keep up with you and where can they buy fuego merch Ooh, awshop.com for Fuego merch, uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash Fuego Del Sol. Uh, come join me sometime on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Fuego Del Sol. Sammy Guevara's YouTube channel every Tuesday. We put out a really funny vlog, a fun wrestling style life backstage at uh, AEW. So come hang out with us in any of those places. And then every, uh, every Wednesday night, TBS, every Friday night, TNT. Come watch All Elite Wrestling if you're a wrestling fan. Check me out. Hell yeah, ladies and gentlemen. We got a post show to do. But until next time, until I'm weird. I'm like a little <laughs> bit off. I'm a little bit off on everything today. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.